Welcome to Boutique Radio, where boutique owners learn how to run a business to build a legacy. Today, we have a special guest with us, Allison Brooks, our sales tax expert for Boutique Bookkeeping Co., to talk to us about why you have to be prepared to stay on top of sales tax and how to make this happen. Many of you probably know what Nexus means. It's when you hit limits in other states, whether it's transactional limits or sales volume. But there's a 12-month look-back period. Now that we're in a new year, February is when we do Nexus audits for all of our clients because now we have a calendar year to look back at. So be aware, we had big boutiques that came to us and they weren't filing and we audited their Nexus. They had 25 states to turn on. You have to acknowledge it. You cannot ignore sales tax. And it's funny, one of the main reasons that a lot of clients even come to us and the first question they ask is, can you do my sales tax? Followed by, am I going to prison? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Sales tax can be really scary and overwhelming, but thankfully we have a wonderful sales tax team and it's led by none other than Miss Allison, who's with us here today. All right, Allison, Hi. tell us everything you know about sales tax. Hi guys, this is Allison. I have been with Harkwin for about five years doing sales tax and I am a mom to two. I have a six-year-old boy, Lincoln, and a daughter, Emerson. She's three and a half, and they are crazy sometimes. Um, <laughs> but here we go, talking about sales tax. Mm-hmm. So basically, a lot of times people don't know what sales tax is, and you are basically the middleman for the government. Most states impose a sales tax that you collect from your customers whenever you sell something to them, and then you turn around and pay that to the state. So a lot of times people think I'm going to be out of money or it's based on my sales and and I have to pay the government something kind of like income tax, but that's not the case. You collect from the customers and then you turn around and pay it back to the government. And so it shouldn't cost you anything as long as you are collecting the way that you should be. Yeah, I think the scary thing is it seems like a gray area, but it is really straightforward. Like you said, like they receive the money, they turn around, they pay the money back to the government. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's kind of like you're a tax collector in a, in a sort of a sense. You get the taxes from, from your customers and then send it off. Um, so in addition to that, you're also responsible for filing returns. And every state is different with how often you have to file a return. It could be monthly, quarterly, semi-annual, or annual. Every state difference differs with that. And then in addition to that, you have to know what kind of services are taxable and aren't taxable. Mm -hmm. Some of the states have that clothing is taxable and other states have clothing is not taxable, but Mm -hmm. they have tax on belts and accessories and shoes. So it all just depends. And that's one thing that you have to make sure that you're aware of is what items are taxable or what services are taxable in your state so that you make sure that you're collecting the correct amount. Mm -hmm. Seems like a lot to keep track of. It is. It can be sometimes, and it's ever-changing. In the past five years, it is, sales tax has changed so much. Um, a while back, if you collected sales tax, it only had to be in your state, and it didn't have you didn't have to collect if you sold to customers in other states. Mm-hmm. But in 2018, there was a lawsuit against Wayfair and South Dakota, where Wayfair was selling a lot to the customers who were in South Dakota. And then South Dakota said, whoa, 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 whoa. You're 
you're selling a lot of money in here and we're not getting any tax benefit. Where's my money? (laughs) Yeah. Where's my money? So then they had a lawsuit and South Dakota won. And so now if you hit certain thresholds within another state, then even if you don't have a physical store there or an employee there, you have to start collecting sales tax for those customers once you hit those thresholds. Mm, And that's called? Economic nexus. Big scary words. <laughs> um, so, in school. Yes. Welcome to class. <laughs> and so what you have to do is you have to monitor your sales and each state is different with their thresholds. Some don't have economic nexus yet. And then others do have it. And it's based on number of orders that you sell. So most, the most thresholds are 200 orders. And then they also have by gross sales and your gross sales could be a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars The most boutiques that we see hit by number of orders and not every state has that threshold, but there are several who have that 200 orders. And once you hit that, then you're required to start collecting sales tax from the customers you sell to in that state and then register with the government, with that state, and then start to file returns to them as well, in addition to the state that you do have a physical store or employee. I can see that blowing up just because of the way of the world, like everything went online all of a sudden. And yes, especially with COVID, like yeah. COVID, everybody went online because they couldn't come to the stores and mask mandates and things like that. So everything pushed online, online. And so a lot more people are hitting Nexus within the last year to year and a half because of COVID and, and not having that in-person store to be able to go to. Now, in your opinion, are the point of sale systems keeping up well, as far as helping boutique owners track these things? I mean, down to, did I sell a belt or a dress and in this County or in this state and just seems like a lot of moving parts are the point of sales helping. Uh, they are if you have them set up correctly. So a lot of them, especially in the past two months, I think Shopify has really upped their game with with notifying you when you've hit Nexus. There's a lot of work that you have to do on the front end whenever you're entering your products. So mm-hmm. a lot of the companies and the points of sales that you're using, you have to upload every single item that you're selling. And a lot of times people just want to put in a description and be done with it and hurry up through it. But if you could categorize it as an accessory or clothing, then that will help you in the long run because there are certain states, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, things like that, who don't collect on clothing, but they collect on the accessories. So if you have everything listed as clothing, then you're going to, when you start to sell and you hit Nexus in those states, then you're going to start collecting sales tax too much. And you're going to have upset and customers because Mm -hmm. they're collecting you're collecting sales tax when they've never had to pay that before and And they can just go to a different shop that has it set up correctly someone else when they're they say oh they're charging me sales tax and it's too much money then they might leave um and then you're also collecting too much in addition like for you so you're having to file returns and pay money to the government um on those, on those items that should not have been taxable in the first place. So it takes a while to set it up, but in the long run, it'll save you a lot of headache and upset customers. If you can get the products accurately categorized and be able to collect so that when you do hit Nexus, you just turn on a button and you start collecting and it's, and it's accurate. So how do you know you have a significant presence? 
That's a great question. To know if you have a significant presence is you have to be able to look at the reporting from your point of sale to see if you've hit one of those thresholds. Each state has different thresholds. And like I said, it's usually 200 orders or it's by gross sales. And it could be an either or. Some states are 200 orders and some states are 200 orders or gross sales. And then some are and. 200 orders and you have to hit gross sales. So each state is different with what their thresholds are. And there are websites that you can go to and look at. You can look at your state website. And then there's also another website that I like to use that's helpful. It's um, salestaxinstitute.com. And Hmm. this helps you to see a list of all the different states and what their thresholds are. And then also the time period that you have to look at because not all of them are last year. Some are 12, the last 12 months. Some of them are last year. Some of them are current year and it's ongoing throughout the year. So it's ever changing. It's constantly having to be looked at and pull your reports to see how many items did you sell to Illinois? How many, how many sales did you have to Texas and things like that? So it's not just a, I looked at it one time and I'm done for the whole year. Mm -hmm. You can hit Nexus all throughout the year. So if you Mm -hmm. start in April and you've only sold 50 orders, to North Carolina, and then in October, you hit that 200, then you need to start registering in North Carolina and start collecting sales tax from those customers in North Carolina. So it's it's something that's continuous that you have to monitor throughout the whole year. That's really good to know. A perk with using our sales tax services is that you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are keeping track of that for the shop owners, right? Like you're regularly checking, you're aware of all of the limitations for each state. So it's something that they can kind of put out of mind and let somebody else monitor for them. Absolutely. We do that based on your needs. So we'll do an audit. We just audited every one of our clients for last year because we had a full year of data. So that encompassed last last year as well as the last 12 months so we were able to look and see if anybody's hit nexus and then from that we determine what frequency we should probably check you at there are some clients that we have to do monthly and every month they hit a new nexus client and then there are other people who are smaller boutique and they may not hit nexus ever and so we might move them to semi-annual or annual where we're only checking them once a year because we don't want to put undue cost on them mm-hmm. if it's not something that they're going to, they're even close to hitting the thresholds. And then if they're a client who's quarterly that we check every quarter and we notice, oh, they're at 190 orders for this state, then the next month we'll check them just so that we stay on top of as soon as they hit, then we're moving forward and starting the registration process. And we do also register you in states as well, because once you hit the nexus, then you have to register. So we're doing the nexus, keeping track of the thresholds, making sure that you hit. And then once you hit, we also get you set up and make sure that you turn on sales tax on your platforms so that you can start collecting in those states. I love that it's a personal service. Like you said, you look at the client and sort of gauge based on what they're bringing in and what they're trending. And then you make the decision on how often to audit or, you know, whatever, based on that client. It's not an automated, you know, I'm charging everybody to do this audit every month, no matter where you are. So yeah, it's very nice. We can customize it to whatever you, 
you want. Um, we do have some some customers who kind of want it to be out of sight, out of mind, and they don't want to deal with it. But mm-hmm. that can hurt you in the long run if you're not keeping up with it. Um, because actually, more and more companies uh, are being I guess not subpoenaed, but they're required by the government to turn over their information. Like Amazon, Amazon Back to is the prison to start. comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazon is trying to uh, or having to start notifying the government of who they who sells out of their stores and so then they can track those orders and things like that and so then it could come back to hurt you in the end and it's always something that that we can we can fix and we can talk to the government and we can try and work out for you so we're talking about personal service that we can offer sales tax but obviously there are these a lot of tax websites out there who you know talk a big game about everything that they can do for a shop owner tell us about those programs Yes, there are other websites that you can use. Uh, a lot of them are TaxJar, Avalara, and there might be some other ones, some other services, Streamline services. Those services don't, I don't feel, have that kind of personal touch. It's just a kind of an automated thing where they pull the reports and they file for you. So one of the things you have to consider if you are going to use one of those is the cost of services. So sometimes those websites have a subscription in addition to the cost of filings, registrations, Nexus audits, and things like that. And then the accuracy when filing, with most of them, you have to provide the information of what websites integrate. So if you're using Shopify, Avalara, Comment Sold, PayPal, Sezzle, things like that, you have to notify them of all the websites and how everything flows. So if you tell them all your websites, but really everything flows through one, then they may be double paying your sales tax. Or Mm -hmm. if you don't tell them about all of your websites, then they may not be pulling enough information. Mm -hmm. So they're more automated. It's not like a person going in there and looking at a real shop. It's just, this is what the computer spits out. Correct. And they just spit it out and then they enter the data and they go on the website and and file it for you. But especially with us, when we have, we have bookkeeping services and we have sales tax services, we can kind of have a checks and balance so that we can check and see if what the bookkeeper says hey, this client collected $500 in sales tax, then we pull the reports ourselves and the sales tax team and we say, yep, that matches. We did get 500, the same as you, and then we'll go on and file. But Mm. if we notice in there, in your QuickBooks file that you have a discrepancy that the bookkeeper ended $1,000, but when we pull the report, it was only 500, it may be that we're we're missing a website and then we can correct that and, or, you know, maybe the bookkeeper messed up and she had her information where she double pulled. So then we can talk about it and see and investigate what's really going on instead of you getting a bill from the government saying, hey, you owe us a lot more money because we're auditing you and things like that. So um, it's very helpful to have that checks and balances so that we can make sure that they're, you're accurately recording and filing the sales tax that you collected. I can see that being a huge mess, especially knowing how frequently the shop owners are changing platforms or integrating this into that or separating this or like I can see that going very bad. <laughs> Just it does. And relying it on a computer. It happens a lot. Yeah, it definitely happens a lot with with 
boutique owners, they might start using a platform and they see that a lot of sales are happening on different platforms. So they want to switch and change throughout the year. And that's fine to do as long as you notify people. I just recently had a client who was using one of those services and she only told them about one website. And so she under filed her sales tax by several thousand dollars. Mm. And we were able to catch it on our end because she had our bookkeeping services. And we noticed that what she was filing was not matching up with what we were, what the bookkeeper was entering. So it does help out a lot and can save you money in the long run. If you are making sure to have someone check those reports for you and make sure that your, your sales flow is being accurately recorded and filed to the state. Yeah, that's something that's built into our bookkeeping as well, because if we, even if you don't use our sales tax services, if we're doing bookkeeping for you and we notice, like we're tracking that liability for you automatically with bookkeeping. So if we notice that it's off, we say, hey, do you want our sales tax team to audit for you? Because something is off. Yeah, that's so good. That was amazing, Allison. Thank you so much for sharing. Is there any other last point that you think we need to go over? Sales tax is ever changing and evolving. And so it's really helpful if you could sign up with maybe your state and get in a newsletter from them so that you can stay on top of any changes that are happening. Because in the past five years, we've gone from no sale, no nexus to nexus. And mm-hmm. States are constantly changing with their percentages that you should be collecting at. So the more knowledge you can have, the better. So if you can try and get on a newsletter or some kind of updates where they send out any changes that happen for your state, that would be an amazing piece of information to get. That's great. So boutique owners listening today, now is the time to audit yourself to make sure you are collecting sales tax for other states. Every state has a limit to transactions before sales tax. So you need to hunt and see if you've hit any limits in other states. And this is what we do for our clients quarterly or annually. We track when they need to start paying sales tax in other states. So we stay on top of these things so you don't have to. And if you want more content like this, we are excited to announce a new module dropped in Boutique School today as well. And it's all about Nexus and sales tax. So you can hear more from Alice in there and also get PDF visuals because sometimes that helps when we're trying to organize new, new things in our heads and plan in our calendars. So you're well-versed in this important piece of your business. So if you have not joined boutique school yet, it's our membership training where we equip boutique owners and learning how to run a business. We add new videos and modules every month, so it's always growing. So we would love for you to join us there. You can learn more on our website at boutiquebookkeeping.co forward slash boutique school and in the description in the podcast. So we can't wait to see you there. And we'll be back next Thursday for another boutique radio episode. Hi guys. Thanks, Allison. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.